Welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt. And hi, my name is Ron. Give us your money. So today we're going to be discussing the year 2019. The year of our Lord, 2019. Anno Domini, which is not a thing anymore. 2019. Yeah. Yee. Um, I think the actual pronunciation is... It's not, you wouldn't say 2000, you would say, no, there's like a real proper way to say it. Like aught 19? No. Aughts are... Like you would say, like if it was like 1999, you would say 1999. The year 1999. The year of our Lord, 2019. I guess, all right, never mind. Yeah. Anyway, um, we are, as of this recording, it is December 4th. So the year is not over yet. We did it before the YouTube year in review, so we're ahead of them. <laughs> yes, but yet their content would have been useful to watch and listen to prior. Don't give um, away trade secrets, Mike! <laughs> steal, for, steal content from other people. Profit. <laughs> American dream. You know, b- before we go ahead, like, I don't know. I, I'm really tempted to watch the Mandarin all right, sorry, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Oh, the Mandolin. <laughs> uh, just because this Baby Yoda thing, it's like it's got me going crazy. Like, I, I just I, I want to see what happens. I have something to say about that. It's not it's, a Baby Yoda because Yoda is not the race. But we don't know the race. No. It's Baby Yoda. It's no, it's what, not. Yoda's already Yoda. dead. That's what they're just, but that's what they're calling because they don't know the race. You know what the race is? According to Wikipedia, it's called oh. Yoda's race. So it should actually be called yeah, Yoda's exactly. race, baby. No, no. <laughs> I actually just came up with that. That was funny. Is it a oh baby though? If it's fifty years old? Yes. He also can be a baby because its species ages differently than a human or a whatever they're called in the Star Wars universe. So, but wasn't Yoda like eight hundred years old when he died? Yes. So this was a pretty big year for sports, both kinds of sports, uh, esports and regular sports. Um, I can't say regular physical sports. So probably the best thing in sports that happened this year, and I swear to God, if the you say greatest the accomplishment for the greatest professional team what, in the, the United worst, States, the worst Super Bowl of all time. That's not true. Two thousand eight, two thousand twelve, nineteen ninety six. That's where the, more than one. The one where the Eagles won. <laughs> I'm talking about Super Bowl fifty three. Were the greatest team to ever oh walk the face of the earth. Not true. Aside from Chelsea FC, the six-time, six-time, six-time American football champions. National football. 
National Football National League, Football League champions, the but they are but they're considered world they're the considered world champions. That's true. The New England Patriots, quarterbacked by the goat, the greatest athlete, person, human being, American, who ever lived, who open mouth kisses his kids, Tom Brady. Defeated the LA Rams in Super Bowl 53, 13-3. It was a very defense-heavy game. But no. it was glorious <laughs> because the Patriots won. Tom Brady's now cemented as the greatest of all time. Don't, don't at me. That. Fight me, Ronald. I will. And that's that. Ron, you don't even watch football. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you like the Buffalo Bills. No, it doesn't. I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Then who do you like? like he likes the like Ravens. The... No, you don't. <laughs> All right, front runner. In two thousand and one, yes. <laughs> Pretty sure he front run in uh, what twenty thirteen? No, when they he went. was a fan then. Oh my god, is Matt backing me up on something? Holy yes. crap! Yes, for once. Were you even born? In 2013? No. no hey, Matt, we... Well, no, I was a Yoda baby back then. <laughs> anyway. So, hey, Gunch. sugar, let's make in, a couple in Yoda what babies. is wildly debated and wrongly debated as a bad Super Bowl, Patriots won six-time world champs. It was literally the most, the most boring Super Bowl I've hey, ever seen. Hey, we won. It doesn't matter. You know the over-under for that game was 63 points? Is that true? It's true. <laughs> I bet the under because the odds were hilarious, and I was just like, hey, why not? And so, like, about halftime, I'm, like, tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you bet? I'm not going to disclose that. I'll never tell. So, aside from that great achievement and that fantastic win that was well-deserved, and they should win again this year because he needs number seven... We also saw the Washington Nationals win their first World Series, uh, defeating the Houston Astros four games to three. In an actual good sports series. Actually, yeah. for baseball, it was. No, just for sports, it was great. Yeah, just... For baseball, it was. I'm just I'm just really glad that in at least one of the major pro like finals, the cheaters didn't win. You know what I'm saying, Mike? I don't know any team that cheated this year or at all, ever. The Astros? They cheated? Yeah. Oh, wow. you didn't see that? I don't really watch baseball. They recorded... This is actually a pretty good topic for most people who don't listen to or pay attention really to sports. It's probably yeah. really good. So, the Houston Astros, for at least two years, have More been like recording um, like catcher signs, so you know how... like. The catcher will give the pitcher like yeah, yeah. to throw a pitch like in between his legs. The Astros were video recording it, and whenever there was an off-speed pitch, one of the guys, and I'm not joking, would bang their hand on a trash can. Yeah, so if it was an off-speed, they would. I'm pretty sure if it was an off-speed, they would bang their trash can, and if it was like a fastball or something like that, they wouldn't. And but why? How's that cheating? Because you're. You're One, basically t- you can't watch okay. the you can't watch the game for the call signs. Like, no, not- well you can. You just can't record it and use it for future games. Is that in the rules? Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, players would be like having their cell phones like and recording. Well, everything. I mean, can't you shout to the person what the play is? No, because the ump would no. be like, "Shut the fuck up! That's cheating." <laughs> basically, the they were. It? 
Hmm? What if the crowd did it? The crowd's well, not going to know. Well, yeah, the crowd's not going to know. Hypothetically, let's say like Hypothetically, somebody... yes. I think that's okay. You're seriously going out of your way to gain an advantage. That's cheating. <laughs> it's Is one... steroids it... cheating? Yes. Is yeah, it steroids really? are It's against too. the rules. But basically, the Astros were just using this system to make sure they kind of knew, like, what their hitters were going to be facing. Mm-hmm. So it, it just gave them a, a big advantage. And what's wild is it's, like, not just the Astros, supposedly. Like, there's a whole web within the whole entire, like, baseball league. Because, like, it started off as, like, the front office and some coaches. But they all left to different teams. So now... People are like, well, are other teams doing it? Because the the of all teams, the Yankees were the one to call the Astros out on it, and we're like, guys, they're cheating. But like <laughs> everybody was like, shut up, Yankees, you're dumb. And then some other people were like, the Nationals were also like, no, they're onto something. Something's weird. We're hearing banging on trash cans in the distance. Mm-hmm. Drumming and then suddenly, out of nowhere, the Nationals won the World Series. Coincidence? But it was also yeah. cool about this World Series is that the away team for every game won. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And it was, oh, well, yeah. Do you know what else was that cool? That is pretty cool. That is pretty neat. Yeah. Bryce Harper got to eat crap because of this. What? He called it. He said that the <laughs> Nationals were going to win the World Series. And he made it happen. Yeah. That's some serious UN I'm theory. glad the pitcher with the really difficult last name to pronounce got his win strasburg yeah they should have won the little i know about baseball pretty easy to pronounce that my father-in-law likes to discuss is uh a couple years ago they made it to the to the playoffs and they shut him down yep for some reason Mm -hmm. and i thought after that they didn't do so hot and then i felt bad for the kid i was like oh he should have he should get his win now he got his win so also, the Nationals almost didn't make get past the wild card. Because, oh, that's right. they were a wild card team. Yeah, they mm-hmm. in the best of one playoff game, the left fielder dropped like a really easy fly ball, and because of that, the Nationals went out to win the World Series, which is pretty crazy. You both like baseball a lot I more hate than baseball. I you <laughs> this was Me just and a... my grandmother liked. Uh, we're we're both huge Mets fans, so yeah. Also, I'm really mad that someone in the NL East won the championship this year. I thought it was going to be the Phillies or maybe the Braves, but yeah, no, this this one legitimately shocked me. This was actually an entertaining like playoffs on like the NFL one. The only time I really watch baseball is for the playoffs and the World Series. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. All uh, speaking of the World Series, moving on to the uh, NBA A sport that playoffs. actually matters, and it's great, and it's the second best sport ever behind basketball. real football basketball american football is actually my number three as much as i love the patriots i love basketball. real football is number one and very very close by a hair second is basketball basketball i love basketball i'm surprised basketball is my favorite sport i love basketball do you like to dribble the ball magical. up and down the court yes i do bro soccer is just magical but basketball is something else but toronto raptors captured their first title defeating the golden state warriors four games to two and as of this recording golden state warriors are in last place Tankapalooza, baby. <laughs> they are on track for having the biggest difference in win and losses from season to season. To be fair, they lost Kevin Durant, 
I think Draymond Green and Klay Thompson and Steph Curry are all out with injuries. Yes. On Iggy is gone. Uh, Andre Iguodala. Draymond Green's hurt. Yeah, he has back problems right now. And I Steph knew, Curry broke his hand. I knew Klay Thompson was hurt. Um, yeah. At this no, current Curry time, the, the Warriors sit at four and nineteen. D'Angelo Williams is D'Angelo Russell's still. On That's the what team. I mean. D'Angelo Russell carrying the team. No, obviously no. not. <laughs> Um, so this is what's going to happen with the Warriors, and we're going to speed up because people probably don't even care about sports. They're going to go from one of the greatest teams of all time. They're a dynasty. They're a dynasty. Probably yeah. the second best team of all time, maybe third, debating. Um, they go from that, lose Kevin Durant. Second best dynasty of all time? Second best team of all time. Which year? Uh, 96 the- Bulls. Are you... Anyway. Um, no. All right, we're not having Any this discussion right now. Any of the 80s right Celtics or Lakers. Oh my god. No. Moving on. This is a discussion for not this. Um The Warriors <laughs> talk about go baseball for ten minutes. That's not gonna happen. The Warriors are gonna go from one of the greatest teams of all time to one of the worst teams of all time. They're gonna come back next season with three Hall of Famers. They're gonna come back with the number one pick, and they're gonna come back with whatever they trade D'Angelo Russell for. Because that's gonna happen by the end of the year. Is Draymond a Hall, a Hall of Famer in your mind? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, for sure. Him, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. But who, Two of the best who, shooters of who's the projected number one pick next year? I don't right know. Now? I don't pay attention to college basketball. All right. I hope not oh. LaMelo. Lame- <laughs> no, Speaking he's, of he's LaMelo. a first-round projection. Yeah, he's going to be a lottery pick. Um, Wait, Matt. LaMelo, Mellow, Blue, when you were feeling down, you are blue. The Blues, the St. Louis Blues, the winner of the 2019 Stanley Cup. Wow. Didn't they beat the Boston Bruins four games to three? That was a really great series. I know a lot of people didn't expect the Blues to win, but unfortunate, but fortunately, the Lightning decided to suck, and then their team sent out a super embarrassing tweet. On to the Premier League. <laughs> The Premier League champions, Manchester well, City. A quick thing about the Blues. They were the worst team in the NHL in, like, January. And then they fired their coach and then ended up being the Stanley Cup champions, which is pretty cool. On to a better sport. There we go. The 2019 Premier League champions, Manchester City, they won, and it was uh, not surprising, but Liverpool gave them a run for their money. What do you mean, poor Liverpool? The next thing, they won the 2019 UEFA Champions League, defeating the Tottenham Hotspurs. Boy, how sad is that? I wonder if there's any Tottenham fans around here. (laughs) I also have an opinion about this. Do you even watch football? You mean soccer? No, I don't. We just went over this. He doesn't watch real football. (laughs) I mean, I just started. Oh, you you have to pick a Premier League team and stick with it. Okay, I guess I'll do that. I guess that'll be my thing. Yeah, Ron, be a Liverpool fan. Matthew did, and he picked thing. Tottenham. <laughs> I've liked Chelsea for years. What so. about Manchester United? Gross. Are we going to be with everybody else? You should I like. I, that's like the only like name I know is Man U. He might as well go Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to wish that upon him. Wait, wish, wish fulfillment, women, what? Are you talking about the U.S. women's national team win in the FIFA Women's World Cup beating the Netherlands, the fourth title that they've won? <laughs> you guys. That was a great tournament. That was. 
Yeah, legitimately. That was one of my favorite sporting events to watch. I'm not like a huge soccer fan, but it was like, you know, it was pretty cool. It was also a great betting summer for Matt because I bet oh, the U.S. women's team to win every game. Matt has a gambling problem. I don't. <laughs> I haven't bet in months. Matt, also, I bet that you. Matt, uh, I will bet you that you don't have a gambling problem. So I'm not going to get baited <laughs> into that. Do you guys know that there was a war that got started in 2019? Uh, there's probably a bunch of secret wars going on right now, but that from, that was last year, I believe, from Marvel Comics. But is that the one where Spider-Man? The Wednesday Night Wars <laughs> were kicked off in October when AEW All Elite Wrestling Dynamite premiered. And WWE Dynamite. Ret- I'm <laughs> WWE retaliated by putting NXT Live on USA Network on Wednesdays, kicking off the Wednesday Night Wars. So far, AEW Dynamite has been dominant, led by Chris Jericho. Yes, that Chris Jericho as the inaugural AEW World Champion. They got some couple signings as John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger, Sean Spears, the um, Perfect 10, Ty Dillinger, formerly known as, debuted for the promotion, along with Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and a host of others. And wrestling is now fun again. Can I just say, as an outsider, I think I've only watched like one or two like Dynamites, if you want to say that. Um, why would anyone watch Raw's basically double-A team when you could watch like legitimate people in AEW and have it be good? Like, so it doesn't, make, it doesn't I will make sense. push back here. Wait, arguing, arguably right now, NXT is the best of the three of Raw and SmackDown. Um, it's not arguably. It, it's it is true. the best. Um, NXT has better wrestling and performers. Um, they just don't get the big attention that Raw does and SmackDown to a degree. But yes, between the two, I think AEW is a better show so, so you're saying of the four wrestling shows on television right now raw smackdown nxt and dynamite dynamite is the best dynamite yes D- dynamite dynamite is the best but i think raw is the better produced show well, yeah, I mean, Raw probably has... So is SmackDown. Well, they've been doing it for like 30 more well, years than the other show. AEW has better wrestling. AEW has better performers. AEW has better... The way that... Concessions. So, so they're, they're, they have four pay-per-views a year, not one every month. The feuds have longer times to build, which is good. They The only problem, though, is that they have a lot of people on the roster. They're not featured every week, and I guess that's okay so you don't get stale. You have your like core guys that are there pretty much all the time. Um, they do have AEW Dark, which is a YouTube show on Tuesdays. And they have Being the Elite, which is kind of like the behind-the-scenes show, which is also on YouTube, which is great. But I think AEW needs to... I mean, they're doing fine, I guess, building the characters up. But there's a lot of performers there that people aren't familiar with that are on the indie scene that... Um, if you want the casual fan or like the kids to jump on board, you may need to do a little bit more character development on some of them. It's still early for them. Well, especially since like, I, I guess kids aren't really their target audience, but you really it's want mouth the, breathers like us. You want the teens and young, the twenty year olds, thirty year olds to uh, watch 
the YouTube shows and the YouTube channel and follow them and be involved because that's really the way, like, there's, like, the character, like, the librarian, fantastic character, but it's not really, like, Raw and SmackDown kind of do backstage and stuff, and, yeah, that's hurt the product before, but it helped build character. So that's just my two cents. I think we should do a whole show on AEW. A side hustle? Yeah. Moving into sports. Esports. And gaming. Wait, what? what, what is that? Oh, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I hear alcohol calling me. It seems as though I need to take a short, intermittent break while you and Matt talk about esports, which I admittedly know nothing about and can't contribute to the conversation whatsoever. 2019 League of Legends winner, Fun Plus Phoenix, based out of China. I'm surprised League of Legends is still a thing. Yes. Um, you like it. It's the closest well, thing a Western team has won the World Championship, which will never happen because the East players are so much better than us. <laughs> and Ron has actually left. Last I checked, China was in the East, not the West. Yeah, the Eastern so players mean? are much better than. What the do you Western mean the closest players. West has won the world title? Oh, this Europe. year you mean? G two is a European team. Oh, got you. And they beat them in the finals. They spanked them in the finals. Um, Fortnite World Cup. Kyle Gearsdorf, sixteen year old, goes by Buga, 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 won the solo championship for a three million dollar prize. It's true. Disgusting. You know, good for him. Though. He's a Philly boy, and before every competition, him and his mom, his mom would drive him to Wawa, and he would get a hoagie. Really? Yeah. That's legend. Yeah. That's some East Coast stuff, right there. No, it's Fortnite, not League of Legends. But don't. <laughs> Moving on to Dota, which we talked about earlier. If you checked out our news episode yes, from a couple where weeks ago, Team OG becoming the first back-to-back international champions. And they took home $15.6 million out of a $34 million prize pool. The biggest prize pool in esports history. I think that's pretty significant in the fact that people who undermine or like poo-poo esports in favor of physical sports, $34 million is nothing to balk at. I think if you take all of the seasons of Survivor and put them together, you still don't get $34 million. Wow. I think. Don't quote me on that. And I people know it's work less... a lot harder to win Survivor. Yeah, because it's <laughs> less than a million dollars now. So, um, thirty-four million dollars is an insane amount of yeah. money. So, I think esports are here to stay, and I think they should not be overlooked by people. And people should take them a little bit more seriously because thirty-four million dollars. A sixteen-year-old kid winning three million dollars by playing a video game is nuts. While eating a Wawa hoagie. It's insane. I will hundred percent agree with everything you guys just said. Uh, Evo Evolution 2019, which is a primarily a fighting game tournament out of Las Vegas. For the first time, the main event was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, overtaking Street Fighter as the uh, end of the night, end of the weekend tournament. MK Leo won out of Mexico, playing as Joker. Tekken 7 saw Arsene Sadiq out of Pakistan as Kazuma and Geese. Street Fighter 5 Bonchon out of Japan, playing Karen and Sagat, Bonchon legend on the Street Fighter scene. That rounds out the major tournaments of the year. I'm pretty sure there's one missing here and there. But... CSGO majors. It's Astralis. Astralis is the best team in CSGO history. Moving on. There's a couple releases that we had this year. Um, Sega Genesis Mini in September. Um, pretty significant in the sense that it was actually pushed by Sega, the company, not some random third party. And they released a ton of games, some really, really good games. That were on there, like, there was the Mickey, um, I forget the name, Mickey something. 
but that's a game that I'm surprised that they got because of the Disney license. You got your Sonics on there, so definitely a solid pickup. Uh, I'm sure you can still find it because they printed a lot or manufactured a lot. And then Google Stadia, something we didn't talk about, was released in November. Yeah, gotta be honest, didn't know it was a thing until it came out. I think it's going to flop. Yeah, because I think sh- it's already a flop. Yep. To stream, well, first of all, the whole price point, it's, uh, I think, $10 a month and you can buy games, but all the games that they offer for free are old. Yeah. Probably games that gamers already own and already play. Plus, you have to stream, so, like, streaming a game as graphically heavy as um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, God. That's going to take a lot. And it's it's supposed to be portable, but how are you going to stream that over your phone, tethered to your phone or something like that? It's, there's no way. You can't. That game is here's, literally here's too big. You cannot. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, good idea in on paper. And I feel like Google has the money to push this along and try to make it something. I think it's a flop now, but it is moving something towards... It is moving in the right direction of what gaming is going to end up being. I don't think we have the technology just yet for it, but I don't think that this idea is necessarily going away. Kind of like VR. You know how like VR, yeah. when it first came out, VR was considered a bust, but now as like people have more experience with like the software and the development, like some games are coming out that are actually pretty cool. I think they're trying <laughs> to be Steam without being Steam. Yeah, just being Steam's competitor. I can't wait till Apple comes in on this and has their own thing. Apple does have their own thing. Know. Yeah, I know. Apple Arcade. Yeah. I mean, I don't have. I, I love Apple. I'm an Apple fanboy, but I don't. I don't know. I don't like mobile gaming. It's not my thing. But Google Stadia. Um. I don't know. Good luck. If you have it, let us know your thoughts because I'm really curious. I've never. I'm one to really say don't knock it till you try it, and uh, but I don't know anybody who has it. So let us know at pop culture fit on twitter uh, so yeah let us know let us know your thoughts let us know if you think it's a flop but everybody that i listen to like other podcasts and other people on youtube are like nah i'm not a fan anyway google's got the money to dump <laughs> yeah, that small startup company couple notable uh i believe the founders are stepping down too as their position yeah they're stepping down from uh google's parent company alphabet uh for various reasons <clears throat> sorry I, I literally have like a scotch in my hand and i'm yeah i got a drink a couple notable releases this year mortal kombat 11 uh star wars jedi fallen order which is downloading on my xbox as we speak it's okay it's really hard to die a lot <laughs> well you're a casual <laughs> gamer i'm a serious mlg gamer yep as you play nba 2k that's a great game. That has a two K. That is an esports scene. Um, Kingdom Hearts three, which is long overdue, and I don't think lived up to the expectation of many many years in the making that people wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah but how, honestly, how could it? I mean, like people have been asking for three for so long. Even me, as a the most casual gamer that there is, knows that Kingdom Hearts three was the most anticipated thing. Like people died before this game came out. I would only say this is probably the second most anticipating game of all time, probably behind Half-Life 3. It, come on, like that's just you can't live up to expectations for this game. No, and another one that's uh 
debatable on the expectation list. It's got its haters and its lovers. Pokemon Sword and Shield, first one on the on a console that's not a Game Boy or DS console. Mm-hmm. Um, first party game. There was Coliseum and oh yeah, XD first first party game. Um, bring back I, Pokemon Snap. Everybody I know who's played it likes it. Yeah, it's a Pokemon game. But then I know people like on the internet are just hating on it. Yeah, because it doesn't have a the perfect graphics or it has a dumb story. It's a Pokemon game. You should know well, what you're getting into with that sort of stuff. Do I think it should be sixty bucks? No, but that's one Nintendo. It's the, cool though that they took the. Uh, it's like based in England, and like they the gyms are like are like Premier League teams. Yeah, that's really cool. No, I was just gonna say Pokemon is just kind of like wrestling. I mean, you just gotta kind of know as a as someone in their twenties or thirties, you have to know that at this point the games aren't for you anymore. It's like for a totally different demographic. So I actually it's... couldn't agree with you more on that. I though I though I really like wrestling still at thirty. I don't really like Pokemon anymore. I like Pokemon Go. That's fun. And another comparison for Pokemon fans and wrestling fans is they complain on the internet a lot more than actually spending the time to enjoy the product. Yep. I just, I haven't enjoyed the past few Pokemon games. I didn't really, like, have a blast playing them since, what, Diamond and Pearl? And that was 12 years ago? I've loved every game that's come out except for Sun and Moon, but that's because they changed the gyms, and I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, but nothing for me will beat the original and then gold and silver. Gen three, baby. I hate it. Gold, gold and silver forever. And their remakes are pretty good too. The remakes are good for both Gen one and Gen two. I don't know. I probably won't get it. So I think this is the end for me for Pokemon. Um, but Pokemon Go is still fun. It's still strong. Strong is debatable. Speaking of debatable is the term of the day. Yeah, debatable. <laughs> Speaking of like not casual gaming, Death Stranding. Speaking of a game that came out with high expectations. Isn't the one with Norma Reedus on it? Yeah, that's the one. That's the Kojima game that came out. Wasn't this supposed to be um, Silent Hill and it didn't and it became this? So, n- yes and no. Before Kojima left, he was supposed to do um, a, new, a Silent Hill remake. But that was the whole PT demo. Do you know what P- the PT thing was? I have nope. no idea what the hell you're okay. talking about. So, I think I'm like... 2014 2015 there was this just random game that showed up on like the store called pt and it was this like horror demo it was about like a half hour long and it was like this horror game where you're just walking through a hallway you open a door and it's the same hallway and you're just like going in a loop but like as the game progresses you're hearing like more and more sounds and then you're like realizing that something's following you and you're you end up trying to hide from it, blah, 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 blah. So at the end of this unknown trailer, like, just a Silent Hill thing pops up and then just goes away. And it's just like, oh, crap. Like, this is awesome. And then, and it was a Kojima game who does, who did famously the Metal Gear Solid games, which are great games in their own right. And then he left Konami. And then so that game got scrapped. And the only thing we have for it is a half hour playable trailer pretty much which is awesome you should watch like a youtube video on it it's creepy as hell and it's called pt pt yeah 
Like PTSD. So wait, this game is like the successor in quotes to that? It's like Kojima's like magnum opus, which being said, I literally know nothing about. Is it a horror game? No. Kind of, actually. I don't yeah, the way know. You described it, it sounded like no. It sounded so that's the trailer for Sil- or the demo for Silent Hill. This is a completely different project. Um, oh damn! Well, the last game we have on our list is Borderlands Three, which is amazing. Is it? I loved it. The ending was a little meh, but other than that, it's amazing. It's better than two. Yes. Huh. I would say that. Yeah. And that's what you have to say about that. The last bit of gaming news that we have is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate passes Street Fighter 2 as the best-selling fighting game of all time. Suck it. I found that really hard to believe because Street Fighter 2 came out a thousand one times. I guess nobody bought them. Well, they probably bought it the first time. I mean, if you think about all the arcade cabinets, all the Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo versions, all the versions that came out on PlayStation, all the re-releases, like, really? I know the fighting game community is not that big, but damn... I don't know it's that bad. And they consider Smash a fighting game. So Fox only Final Destination, no items. Alright. So yeah. best two out of three. As, as a classic Tekken player, I find this extremely nauseating. Alright, let's get to the people the reason why people are Our favorite topic movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh so this year we saw Avengers Endgame come out to become Yawn. the highest grossing movie of all time. Yawn. The hype was massive. Even still, even the the release on DVD and Blu-ray, uh, huge. Um, it has not huge. come to Disney Plus yet. Yeah, it has. It's on Disney Plus. Yep. It was like the first thing I watched on Disney Plus. Endgame. I mean, we talked a bunch about it, but <laughs> check out. No, we have. We have. Yes. As by the time you're listening to this, part three of, part two of the MCU Phase Three will be out. Correct. So, here are our thoughts on Endgame there. Fantastic. What other movies that came out that you guys enjoyed? Wait. There was another movie that surprisingly grossed over a billion dollars that many people didn't think would. So, The Joker grossed over a billion dollars. This is another... I mean, it took a way different approach than DC, other DC movies. Different take on the character, different direction. Um, Yeah, I think the biggest difference was this one decided to be good. (laughs) Uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman were both fantastic. Okay, Wonder Woman was good. Aquaman was stupid. Was like a good bad movie. We've already talked about, about this. It. Says the trick. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm not a. Tr- I think um, Joaquin Phoenix Mo- is going to get the Oscar nom, if not the win. Definitely the nom. If yeah, not nom, the nom, win. Nom. The Academy will never give a superhero movie an Academy Award. I mean, if he doesn't get the nom... I mean, I mean Heath Ledger like... already got it. Yes, 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 yeah. I got it now. Uh, I think also Tom Hanks is going to get the nom for Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Well, Tom Hanks is like Meryl Streep. But I think... He'll just get nominated because he's there. I think Joaquin should get it, but again, I don't know what random indie movies they're going to put up there, so... Richard Jewell? I don't know what that is, but... So like you mentioned before, there's some hidden gems... Um, and movies that we saw this year that were both Roll Tide and War Eagle. God. So What I, does that mean for the everyone who doesn't know what that means? So, Roll Tide <laughs> is... It's bad, right? No, Roll Tide is excellent. Thank you, Conrad Thompson, the podcast king, for opening up my eyes to using Roll Tide in everyday vernacular. Roll cried. Um, and War Eagle is bad because of Auburn. 
Auburn is bad. Alabama is good. Roll Tide. Don't let them rot your brains, kids. Hey, um, anyway, we're not... Oh, who won a college football, national football championship? We didn't talk about that in sports. Yeah, last year? Uh, wasn't it Clemson that absolutely kicked Alabama's ass? Anyway. That's why we <laughs> How are they doing this year, Mike? That's why we How didn't talk about it. That game was War Eagle. <laughs> so, a couple mm. movies that I saw that were real Roll Tide. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, fantastic. Oh, we're going to have to debate about that. Um, Brightburn, which was a really different take on a superhero and they kind of took super, uh, Superman based off Superman's origin really really good that, that was then, the, the James Gunn uh, that was the James Gunn like kid Superman villain thing right yes and then Good Boys hilarious very like hangover esque but it was funny as hell couple War Eagle movies uh, one I was looking forward to this movie so much because I thought it was going to be like Interstellar was mm-hmm. Ad Astra no <laughs> the yeah, movie had a lot of hype too how it did and it yeah. did not live up anywhere close to it it was more that, movie about mental health than it was about space that, that's the one where Brad Pitt is like I need to find my father Tommy Lee Jones and then Tommy Lee Jones is like hey I'm a villain and, I, and Brad Pitt is like oh no I right? wish it was like that because that's a better summary of than what a movie actually was <laughs> uh, Hobbs and Shaw didn't need to happen shouldn't have happened wasn't good was not like any of their fast and furious movies it's a fast and furious experience yeah sure just like lsd and idris elba was the best part of that movie and the rocks family like roman reigns and the other samoans were great but otherwise meh um it too sucked so what did ryan reynolds do in that movie it too no, no. What Ryan Reynolds? What did he do in Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, I don't remember. I probably fell asleep during that part. Okay, great. It, really thored it there. It too. It was really bad. It too sucked. It won. Fantastic. It too. Not very good. I don't know why. It just was there. It. Mm, I was just very disappointed. I walked out of the theater. I was like, man, I'm gonna see the movie two, three times. It was great. I'm gonna buy it. No. The first one, though. Let's do the first one. And then the last movie on my War Eagle list was Men in Black International. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I heard that one was pretty, uh, pretty turd. Being nice. I think I fell asleep during that one, too. Why do you go to movies that... Did you think that it was going to be good? Yes. The trailer was terrible. I thought with, um the cast that it was gonna be good uh. different take on it i mean they're gonna they're about to make a men in black 21 jump street why crossover no no that that got canceled that got it, canceled good why that would have been a great better movie than this probably I not i think it's because like they couldn't get will smith and tommy lee jones to sign on and so they were basically just like oh let's scrap this and reboot it and that's what they did that's a shame <laughs> ronald what about yours uh, so yeah, I saw a few movies this year. Probably, probably my. Uh, let me give like a War Eagle and then a Roll Tide. Uh, Roll Tide movie. Um, surprisingly, Detective Pikachu. Like yes. I know, yeah, I know what. I, I I know it was like technically a bigger movie, but did anyone seriously expect Detective Pikachu to be a good movie? No. Anyone? No. Like, like that movie was really cool. Like I legitimately enjoyed it. 
Same thing with uh, Rocket Man. Like, basically, after Walk Hard came out, and basically the the crap that was Bohemian Rhapsody, like, what? I kind of... Th- I kind of thought, like, you know, the the rock biopic was kind of dead, but Rocketman was actually pretty good. I'm not just saying that because I am an Elton John fan, a huge Elton John fan, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I can, thought it was and, a good movie as well. Wait, can you go back and just defend your why you hate Bohemian Rhapsody? No. Um, and probably the <laughs> other one I would say is Yesterday. Yes. Yesterday, I love that movie. Yesterday was like... It was a really, really cool concept. I wish that they would actually do, like, more films out of, like, that quote-unquote universe. Because I think that would have been, like... I think it's just a really cool thing. What is it? Okay, uh, yeah, so yesterday is um, this guy wakes up uh, after an accident, and he's the only one on Earth who remembers what the Beatles are. So he uses his musical talent to basically make all the Beatles songs and become famous. But... Is he guilty because of that fact? Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, wow, so what a that great the, world. those Beatles are my roles. Hmm? Said what a world tide world. The Beatles didn't exist. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna argue about the Beatles one day. One day. we did. Wrong. We've argued about it several times. You threw a book uh, at me once. I know. Okay, so my War Eagle movies. Uh, first War Eagle movie is Stuber. Do you remember it? Great. No one does. Uh, it stars Dave Batista and Kumal Nanaji. I cannot pronounce that guy's name right. The guy yeah. from Silicon Valley. Great show. Yeah. Um, that movie, it was supposed to be like an action comedy. The action was not very good. It, I don't think I laughed once. It just, Ouch. It was, it was awkward. I, I did not like Stuber. I watched it on a plane to Las Vegas, to be fair, but yeah, I, I did not really like that. that was um, cute, but... I gotta say, on popular opinion, I did not really care for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I just thought, you know, it was kind of slow. There was basically no reason for the Sharon Tate storyline. It like if you if you take the Charles Manson family out of that movie, it, it changes nothing. Nothing about that movie changes. Um, although my favorite part of the movie was I, I went to see it with a friend and some woman in the front row screamed when, spoilers, Brad Pitt's character slams a girl's head against a telephone and basically breaks her <laughs> skull in half. So, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Boy, do I have that to look forward to. <laughs> and another surprising... Uh, War Eagle movie to me, the Lego Movie Two. I I love the first Lego Movie like a lot, and Lego Movie Two. It just I don't know. There was just something missing. It just didn't have that same like I don't know. They didn't have the same magic as the first one. So that's a. It was yeah, like guess, cloudy with the chance of meatballs too. It just wasn't the same. That that's exact. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. They made it too. Yeah, there's a leak on the boat. There's a boat? <laughs> why are they on a boat? Anyway. <laughs> well, the reason why Cloudy 2 sucks is because Mr. T wasn't in it. Mr. T was in the first one? <laughs> yeah. Have you He's never the cop. seen Cloudy? I didn't watch it. I read it's the book. Cloud- it's a great movie. Okay, let me just say, Cloudy with a chan- uh, actually, chance to meatballs no, no, no. the movie. 
Let's not say it, because if he watches it, he's going to be like, this is a stupid kids movie. Whereas, like, okay. when we watched it, we were like, holy shit, this is a stupid kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, I have it on I have it on DVD if you want to borrow it. Maybe. You will. Okay, so Matt, what were your uh, Roll Tide and War Eagle movies of this year? So, something to know about me is I don't really go out to the movies because I'm a very harsh critic on trailers. So, like, if I will watch a trailer and be like don't want to see it i won't go see it so a lot of the movies you talked about i haven't seen the movies i did like was yesterday avengers obviously but one that you guys didn't mention was uh spider-man far from home which i'm a little surprised you guys didn't well it's be- that was like a billion dollar movie and it's like, yeah it's that's true big. i it was, yeah. it was it was it was more of like a hidden gem and that was not a hidden gem yeah that's true that's fair but yesterday was probably my favorite movie of the year until Star Wars comes out. I'm excited for 1917 to come out because yeah. that movie looks really good, and I love. I'm a sucker for war movies. What and is that movie? Is it Midway? Um, no, no. I, heard... I it that looked bad, but it's like <laughs> stupid bad, like Battleship bad. No, like, no, 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 no. It was not Battleship bad. Well, no, but like I love Battleship because it's so bad that it's like hilarious. It was like Pearl Harbor bad minus the love story. Oh, so probably oh, a so decent war movie. <laughs> no, it was it was a decent it was a decent war movie. It was uh direct Roland Emmerich directed the guy who made Independence Day. Yeah, and like um, the half scenes, of Hollywood's in that movie too. Yeah, and the action scenes were great. Yeah, isn't Roland Emmerich the same guy who made the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla movie? Yes, yes he was. But it was it was a I saw it on a Friday, and it was it was good. I I mean, it's not a masterpiece or anything. There's no saving Private Ryan, but it was fun. I would see if you like war movies, go see it. Yeah, I will probably watch it when it's like rentable. And around nineteen seventeen is just pretty much um, World War World War One Saving Private Ryan. It's a little bit different, but it's pretty much like wow, it is the same plot. Yeah, but well, uh, from the trailer, the so guy- it's like Saving Private Ryan's father. Sure, even though they're British instead of American. Same um, thing. I am excited to see Richard Jewell because I do think that that's a good movie with a cr- pretty solid cast. Um, any movie that John Hamm's in, I will go see. <laughs> so, any movie. Yeah. So, also, we had a pretty big year for television. Uh, a lot of people are calling it the year of streaming services. Disney Plus debuted this year. Um, massive, massive amount of hype and acclaim to that. Over 600 different titles released on launch. Um, original content headlined by the Mandalorian, uh, which has got nothing but positive reviews. I've been watching that in Boy Meets World. I've been watching Simpsons. <laughs> uh, and it is definitely worth the $5.93 if you buy it for the year, or if you get it with the Hulu and ESPN Plus bundle for $12 or something crazy like 14. that. <clears throat> 14 still. It's insane, because Hulu without commercials is $11. Apple TV Plus launched this year, too. Heard not bad things about it. I heard their TV shows are average. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I know who has it has mostly been like, eh, it's okay. I've heard the one with Jennifer Aniston is good. I've heard mixed things about that. Same with First Man. I've heard, or, yeah. No, First Man? The one about the Russians beating us in space? Oh, I don't... Uh. I literally know nothing about the Apple Plus things because um, my mind is a cup of pudding right now. 
What's that one M. Night Shyamalan show? Oh, about, Servant. Like, fake baby? Yeah. yeah I, the, my friends who saw the panel at Comic-Con said that it looked real creepy, like uh, original M. Night level creepy. Yeah. Before the tra- he... The commercials made it look really good. Um, so I'm going to get that eventually. I'm behind on shows at the moment. Um, this year we got the NBC Peacock announcement and then the new HBO app that was in collaboration with Warner Brothers was announced too. Franken-Dude, guys. We can get <laughs> Franken-Dude off the ground. Can, can I just say that initially I was like super against Peacock, but if it's actually free, if The Office and Frasier, mostly for Frasier, are on there, I will be hype. As the kids say, AF. Yeah, that's although, pretty cool. Although Peacock is definitely the worst name of all the streaming services. Yes. Uh, agreed. Probably the biggest thing in television this year was the Game of Thrones ending. Not uh, just this year, of all time. I wouldn't um, go that far. I would probably say Seinfeld. The or biggest Mash. thing of all time, uh, MASH. For television, MASH. Well, yeah, but we've talked about this because there were three channels back then. Or Dallas, Who Shot JR. There's not going to be another show like Game of Thrones ending ever again. Seinfeld? I I wouldn't say that. Ever again? That's that's a long time. There's so many TV shows out now. And what was the biggest show before Game of Thrones? Breaking Bad? Mad Men? Like, of this this century? And then before that. The thing is the... The Breaking Bad finale had hype like the Game of Thrones. No, I don't think it was as big as the Game of Thrones. Yes, because it wasn't as people weren't as angry. No, but like even the final season, like literally everyone except for me, and was excited for the Game of Thrones ending. Okay, Mike, what did you think of the Game of Thrones ending season? Season eight as a total, and then the last episode. What did you think? Um, Season eight as a whole, I thought was good up until the night king died and then i thought it went nothing but downhill i think the last episode was not good i don't know if that's george rr's original vision for it um i just think you you tell this epic saga and this epic story for just to end so lackluster yeah i mean i think the night king for being this big bad villain having you know tormented and people were afraid of him for thousands of years and him just to have this meh like it would have been should have been like a showdown him versus like everybody and their mother cersei too uh everybody like he he makes his way down south south he's the one who's like about to take over king's landing and then they beat him and then cersei's just like oh yeah fuck you then harris and then comes out and then as her forces are weakened, Lannister comes up with people out of nowhere and sell swords, and they just come in and they just start just beating everybody down. And it's like, oh, shit, Cersei's going to win. And then everybody else comes through out of nowhere, and you get these all these randos popping up from, from Marine and all these other random made-up places. And <laughs> they just fucking go, no. And then Jamie betrays Cersei and stabs her in the gut. And then she's like, why, Jamie? Why? And then that's when the fall of the Lannister army happens, and then everybody's just like, no, we want peace for once. Daenerys marries Jon Snow. They have incest babies. <laughs> Targaryen reigns supreme on the throne. Jaime ends up with uh, Brienne. Tyrion is the hand. The House Stark 
is, you know, Sansa could do her thing. Still chilling in the north. Yeah, exactly. And everybody lives happily ever after. That is how I wanted it to end. And then aliens come. <laughs> and that's how the story ends. I would love aliens. Uh, aliens coming would have been better ending than that. <laughs> I just think it was like... Spaceship. It, al- it was almost too hyped. And <laughs> the fact that, like, you know, episode three was literally hard to watch... Like, it just made everything so much harder. And, like, I read an interview with Amelia Clark basically saying she she cried after reading the script for the last episode because of how bad it was and, like, what she had to do in it. I just think that, like, if they had given it literally another two or three more seasons to kind of just make, stretch everything out and finish things on the right note, it could have been good, but... I, don't know. I agree with you, but also making us wait a year and a half did not help the situation. I love the, no, it didn't. I love the rumor that the showrunners were rushing the final season of Game of Thrones so they could start on their Star Wars trilogy, and then their <laughs> Star Wars trilogy got canceled. So now they literally wasted the biggest show of the century. I, all right, the century's well, pretty t- new. I wouldn't. We I are, know. We're not even a quarter way through. Yeah, but it sounds a lot cooler when you say to, century. To be, to be fair, we're this not show even a quarter going... of the way through. We're not even a tenth of the way through the century. You know, at this point, hundred years ago, oh, tele- you're right. Television wasn't a thing. <laughs> what? At this point, a hundred years ago, television wasn't a thing. Yeah, we had the talkies, and we were being scared by think... a train driving. I'm through pretty these. sure talkies weren't a thing yet. Yeah, they were. In 1919, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, they gotta sell war bonds all... somehow. Wasn't it all silent films? Yeah. Okay, Google, what year did the talkie start? The first horror film was the train driving towards the camera. But uh, that was like in 1914. I think Birth of a Nation was around 1919. But that wasn't a talkie. Yeah, but there were still radio shows. Those are talkies. uh, No, but I'm talking like actual talkies in the theater. No. I don't think that came out until the 20s. Yeah. Whatever. I'm talking about radio shows. You just said that to save yourself. Yeah, and it worked. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. The the silent era. Yeah, dude. Movies were out. There were definitely, like, legitimate movies. Okay. So there was another movie this... Another movie. There was another show this year that ended that did not get any hype, press, praise, nothing. Considering the fact that two, three years ago, How I Met Your Mother... Got a bunch of hype for how it ended. Like, that was five, five years, years ago. ago. Was it five years ago? Yeah. Five years wow. ago. Five Our years ago. The whole universe was in a big hot So, state you're right. Big Bang Theory. Ron, you have the floor. Big Bang Theory as, is the show. As Yeah, I, I know. that I was singing the theme song really bad. Um, I have to say, me and my mom have a special connection with the Big Bang Theory. We've watched almost every single episode together. And... Um, yeah, I actually thought that the Big Bang Theory ending was one of the better endings of most any show that I've seen, to be quite honest, because most shows, to me, don't stick the landing, and the Big Bang Theory ending really did, and I thought it was really good. I know a lot of people love to hate on this show. I always thought it was okay. I mean, in technical terms, I am kind of the exact person that the show is making fun of. So like I get the joke, but it's just like yeah, I, I thought it was a thought it was good. I Big Bang Theory is probably my favorite sitcom. I loved it. 
I think it ended almost perfectly for what it was, but I think it deserved the hype that How I Met Your Mother got, considering how big of a show Big Bang Theory was, popularity-wise. I, I think, think it, it just kind of got brushed over. I think over. you, Mikey, I think there's a kind of a difference because, like, Big Bang Theory, we sort of knew how it might end. But the thing is, like, in terms of storylines, we didn't know exactly where they were going to go with the mother and the big, uh, sorry, and How I Met Your Mother. So I think there's the difference. I mean, Big Bang is still one of the biggest shows on television. I also knew a lot more people who watched How I Met Your Mother than Big Bang Theory. Like, I d- the only person who I knew watched Big Bang Theory was Ron. I didn't even know you watched it. I love Mike. Big Bang Theory. I want reruns every time it's on, on the seasons. I love Big Bang Theory. It's just not my cup I of I watch Young Sheldon, too, because it gets me closer <laughs> to Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Young, Young Sheldon, actually, it's not horrible. I it's okay. am going to be bold, and I think we should do an entire episode on this idea. My God. That Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. is one of the main contributors for and i'm quote using air quotes um nerd culture became mainstream yes i think big oh, bang theory I, deserves episode big, over i 100 percent agree big bang theory gets well there's other things too but i think big bang theory gets should get a bulk of that credit without yeah. a doubt big bang theory contributed a lot yeah. to making nerdy things and bringing them into the mainstream yeah i'd say so but i don't think it gets the credit that it deserves I think a lot of nerdy people owe it a lot. That's all I'm a saying. Lot of nerd, a lot of nerds also kind of hate it. So, I mean, you take that for what you will. Um, other shows that ended, Orange is the New Black that ended, uh, should have ended a long time ago. It stopped being good after season three? Is that fair to say? After the riot. The riot was a good season. And then after the riot, should have ended. I've never seen Orange is the New Black, so worth, I have no opinion. No, it's worth a watch. Crazy Eyes is a fantastic character. Um, new shows that came out this year, uh, Mandalorian, we spoke about before. Another Life was on Netflix, um, starring Katie Sackhoff, who plays Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. Give it a watch if you like sci-fi. That's why you put it on. <laughs> Give it yeah, a watch I was kind of wondering that, too. I binged it on a plane ride to, you, to and from Europe. Very good show. I want to see where they're going to go with it next. If you like sci-fi, just watch it. It's no Battlestar, but it's good. Um, Watchmen, I'm hearing nothing but good things about. I did not watch it yet. I'm waiting for it to binge. Same. And uh, I don't know if anybody else watched some of this other stuff. Uh, Chernobyl. I don't want to watch I, it because a dog dies and it makes me sad. I put, I put Chernobyl on the <laughs> list. Chernobyl is... One of the best shows, if not the best show that I've watched this year. It is the ultimate binge show. It is great. Uh, side note, if you're not watching Barry, I realize it's on season two. like, And so it's technically not a new show. Still, watch Barry. It's great. And yes. I also want to, I... I want to see more from you, HBO. I want to see Euphoria. And I've heard that The Righteous Gemstones is incredible. Mm-hmm. Succession isn't on HBO, right? It's like a Showtime show? Uh, I'm not sure. It might be. Hold on. To the Google machine. Intern! Um, so, another thing for 2019 was a pretty big year for music. Oh, Uh, I had stuff. Succession is on HBO. Yeah. Go ahead. You don't watch anything. That's why I'm surprised. Yeah, I had a show. I have a segment called Shows That Popped Off But Matt Didn't Watch in 2019. (laughs) Watchmen. 
Succession. The second season of Fleabag, which won Best Comedy. I heard it's fucking incredible, even though literally no one watched it. And If I hear another thing about Fleabag or the marvelous Miss Maisel, I'm going to choke myself. Okay, Miss Maisel is a good Ms. show. Miss Maisel's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, God. And the final one, a Netflix original, Mindhunter, which is something that I thought I would really be into. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's about FBI people who, like, investigate true crime stuff. And I'm a sucker for that mind. sort of stuff. So, yeah. Those would be my 2019 recommendations of shows that I've heard about the whole year but didn't get to watch. And if you like anime, Dr. Stone is worth a watch. Music. So, I like things that are from the from old time, like the 80s and the 90s, like punk. So, I don't know, listen to new stuff. Uh, I just... Found out before this recording, excuse me, what Old Town Road was, and I found out that I did <laughs> he hear it liter- He literally listened to the song before we recorded and just goes, hey, this is pretty good. No, it was good. <laughs> is, is that Hannah Montana's dad? <laughs> yeah, it was great. I liked it. I, I, I downloaded it on Apple Plus, so it was good. Billy Eilish? Um, Eilish, yes. That's, that's how you pronounce Billy Eilish? I believe she's 17 years old and she's... She's basically our generation's lord. But so. hey, she's the bad guy. Her song... I'm uh, a bad guy. That Duh. song has a sick bass. It does. That's a weird... It has the most random breakdown in a song I've ever heard. Everything else about the song is bad except for that bass. The, the, ending, the ending part of that song I do not like. I wish she would have just kept it at the thing. That's what Mike's talking about. Yeah. The breakdown. Jonas Brothers came Ooh. back. Who cares? Only after 10 years, baby. Bro. Only Human is a great song. I'm a Sucker for You is an incredible song. I don't know that one. I'll listen to it after. Yeah. (laughs) Should (laughs) have listened to it before. I don't know. (laughs) Post Malone, Sunflower was actually in the Spider movie that came out last year. But it's a great song. And Post Malone is actually a very talented man. Even though a lot of people the, don't like it. Did them. the Spider-Verse movie come out last year? Or I the, thought that was early. December last came year. Came out like a Christmas. Oh, okay. It was a Christmas um, movie. Ed Sheeran came out with an album. Uh, I like the song Antisocial on it. It's pretty good. Ed Sheeran's always good at everything he does. Matt looks just like him. Shut up. <laughs> Get it's that all true. The time. I, got, I literally got that at work today where a girl was like, you know who you look like? And I was like, Ed Sheeran. She go, ah, how'd you know? And I was like, date her. What? Why don't you date her? No. She's a middle-aged black woman. Just, just my type. <laughs> she married? I don't know. Ariana Grande this year, or Ariana Grande, how, how do we pronounce that name? She was what big she this do? year. She had seven rings. Like, that song was, as the kids say, a bop this year. Wasn't Thank You Next so. also this year also? I don't know any of these things. I think Why so. did you put this as a segment? Because I feel like it's important for pop culture to talk about music that I know nothing about. Grab your cane and your lighter cane and get out of here. I don't even know. Up until before this recording, I had no idea who Lizzo was either. Who's next on this list? Who has the number one or two song that Ron looked up? I don't know who she is. I don't know what she sang, but apparently she's on for this year. I guess you don't. Good for her. I don't. I guess you don't hair toss check your nails baby how you feeling so matt before was like with my hair back and forth and i was like is that like the will smith kid song and he's like no and i'm like no i'm pretty sure it is but that's not what he was talking about he's talking about lizzo so good on you lizzo you're an inspiration to us all i still don't know who she is 
Old Town Road was Mike, a good song. Mike, can I just say you've basically become the model of the Will Smith song parents just don't understand <laughs> you've become the man you've become the neighbor in dennis the menace wow 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 west. that's why wow west was a great song wiki wiki wow wow that's the best part of the movie wiki wiki wow holding on came out this year by tyler drama if you like our fantastic intro which is the best part of our show check out tyler's song on itunes holding on or youtube or YouTube. Or, or his sp- Instagram. Or Spotify. Snapchat. Spotify. SoundCloud. TikTok. Napster. Which I found out what was that was not too long ago. Napster, LimeWire, Kazaa, ShareBear. We're going to, uh, like the Oscars, talk about a very sad topic. And it's notable deaths that happened this year. I'm pouring one out for the homies. Um, Eddie Money, <laughs> Take Me Home take Tonight. Take Me Home Tonight. The singer of my karaoke song. Mike, I remember a few years ago, you got like super, super drunk and tried to tell me how Take Me Home Tonight is the perfect song. And I asked you like, do you mean just like bar song? And you're like, no, perfect song ever made. (laughs) That is my karaoke song. I might stand by that statement. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, it got a movie made out of the title, so it must be doing something, right? Uh, it had Topher Grace in it. Topher Grace! I don't want to let you go till I see the light. Alright. Rip Torn? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Wasn't he also in Wild Wild West? I don't know. Wasn't, uh, wasn't he, wasn't he's he, great wasn't on he, 30 Rock. Wasn't he President let in, Grant? Let me let me intern that. Intern! Um, while he's checking that, Luke Perry, father of Jungle Boy and AEW, Seriously? Yep. Holy Wait, shit! You're, are you are you like messing with me right nope. now? So that's why he's famous. He's a notable death. No, I mean he's Luke Perry. But what did Luke Perry do? <laughs> he's Luke Perry. Nine oh two one oh. Nine oh two one oh. No, I wanted. No, Rod. I wanted Mike to admit he didn't know who Luke Perry was. Oh, Mike. Mike. Luke Perry's in a very popular television show these days. What's it called again? Not what you want to know. Riverdale. Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> um, also, we could have said was... he was Lizzo's producer. <laughs> His son True is hurts. a part of the <laughs> Lucha Bros. No, that's not true. He's not a Lucha Bros. He's part of He's the. He's with Luchasaurus. He's with Luchasaurus and um, that other dude that I blanked on his name. <laughs> what is with me today? Can Can I just. Uh, Jurassic Rip- Express, I believe they're called, <laughs> and their tag team is fantastic. And there's one on a, on being the elite. There's a scenes where they're just walking around places where Jungle Boy is uh, on top of Luchasaurus, and there's he's trying to help him get the cereal in the grocery store, and they're just wandering around doing shenanigans, and it's fantastic. What's your um, thing? Rip Torn, Rip Torn was not in uh, Wild Wild West, Wild Wild West. But uh, wild, Kenneth Branagh was. So, yeah. But who was? Kenneth Branagh. Who's Peter? You don't Mayhew? know who that is either. Chewbacca. Who's Chewbacca. Oh, God! He died? <laughs> <laughs> Did you really not know that? I knew that. Oh. I, was gonna, I was making a joke. <laughs> yeah. He's a very nice uh, then, man. I've met him a few times. His hands are giant. The next... This is the one yeah, I'm like the most seven, sad about. 
Grumpy Cat. D- I saw Damn Grumpy it, you Cat stole once. my line. I saw him at Comic Con. So he looked really grumpy, <laughs> but he looks really cute. And he was just like, didn't want to be there. And wow, like, poor he's re- he's grumpy in real life. <laughs> real life. <laughs> poor kitty. He had a compliment. The person who owned him is loaded. Yeah, well, that cat. yeah. I bet Grumpy Cat didn't see a dime of that money that he made. I hope he lives a good life, though. Yeah, he probably got whatever he wanted. I hope so. Doris Day. Chewbacca died. <laughs> Hey, Doris Day, she was like a really big star in her day and age. Plus, she was featured prominently in the 1980s song Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham! So, yeah. John Singleton? Before we go on, do you know who that is, Mike? Do you know who that is, Matt? No. <laughs> Not even a little um, bit. <laughs> why don't you He directed. Him? He directed uh, such hit films as Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, Shaft, and Too Fast, Too Furious, along with four brothers. Interesting. I've seen two of those movies. I have seen none. Four Brothers is a great movie that should be on MTV, too. <laughs> uh, now, moving on to our last segment tonight. Well, maybe second to last. I don't know! Uh, probably my favorite one that we have on our entire list. Uh, Matt is going to do something right now. It's called... Um, wait, what's it called, Matt? Hey, remember that? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? So this will be just random things that appeared throughout the year that I'm just going to try and jot your memory. Good job. <clears throat> hey, do you guys remember Bird Box? Oh, <laughs> and the Bird Box Challenge, a.k.a. the Stevie Wonder Challenge. Sandra Bullock had us walking around blindfolded because we were all <laughs> bored at our parents' house waiting to go home during the holidays. That's Bird Box. I like the movie. I do remember that. Hey, do you guys remember when we stormed Area 51? What first started out as a joke, I think, became a real thing where mouth breathers and fedora wearers, Naruto ran towards the gates. (laughs) And for what? Nothing! The government has already moved anything cool out of Area 51, otherwise we wouldn't know that, uh, that the facility exists, you idiots. The government is smarter than us. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I still think that it would have worked if a half a million people just showed up and just waltzed through. I think the military having machine guns and no, having plenty of time not, to prepare. They would not have gotten rid well, of through half a million people. Although well, the, the, the military even said, like, even if all these people show up, we're going to defend it. Which, I don't know which is worse, the joke itself or the military being like, hey... If you try to learn any of the secrets, we'll kill you. That mean that should tell you that the aliens are there. Yeah. Or it's okay. just a secret military base and the government can... doesn't want us to get in With there. aliens. No. But what's great about Area 51 was the memes. Speaking of, hey, remember the memes of 2019? Do you guys remember the lunch table where you guys sitting at? Where it would be like 13 different lunch tables and it'd be like a picture or a couple pictures and be like, which lunch oh, yeah. table are you sitting at? I don't look at memes. Jeez. Well, this is the thing for Ron. Apparently I'm old. Bro, get the fuck out of here. Ron, do you remember the uh, the posters for the Avengers for Remember the Fallen? But instead of the <laughs> Avengers characters, it was like Harambe and the girl from Up <laughs> and the woman from Up and all of those. Harambe. <laughs> yes. I, 
Can I can I also mention that like probably my favorite like meme like gif video of the year was kind of mix a mix between the Avengers Endgame final battle scene and the Area 51 raid and it's like everyone's coming through the portal and it's like it's like weebs and nerds and for some reason they decided to make the Asgardians ISIS <laughs> Hey, do you guys remember the Spider-Man? Do you guys remember me and the boys, the Spider-Man villains, looking hot, looking year? high as fuck and smiling? Yes, I remember that one. That one I do know. Can you send me that video, Ron, please? I really need to see that. There's waves coming through the park. <laughs> They're just running out of the one. Uh, sorry. All right. Really so, funny. some other. I'll speed up the uh, memes quickly. The two Spider Men thinking, uh, Peter Parker and Miles thinking in the snow. Kombucha Girl, 30 to 50 feral hogs. Ah, <laughs> shit. Here we go again from oh, San I Andreas. That one. <laughs> and my personal favorite. Uh, Riker from The Next Generation asking random questions from that random-ass sci-fi show. Beyond Belief, Factor Fiction. Yeah. Great show. If you guys have not seen those, we'll put a link in the description of the highlights. They're some of the funniest things ever. It's not real. It didn't happen. That was a lie. That was true. Wait, sidebar, when I met him, I was like, I was like, dude, I really want to just, there's another piece of work that you did that I really really enjoyed more than next generation or not more than next generation but aside from next generation he goes oh yeah what's that i was like beyond belief factor fiction he looks at me and goes really and i was like <laughs> I was you like, know he was probably like waiting for you to be like oh i loved you and you're like hamlet on like the west end or like beyond and he's just like oh re- really and like, yeah he's like oh I was like, the disappointment on this man's face was like, man, you should take pride in your work. You were great. You have a voice for narration. Can I just say, I I love the video of Riker where, like, they broke the glass on it where, like, every single time... Matt, you were going to say it, weren't you? No, I was going to move on. But finish oh, the, story. Uh, the story. That story's great. Yeah, the, the, the video of every time Riker goes to sit down in the next generation, he actually, like, steps over the chair to sit. He doesn't go around the chair to sit down. Yeah, it's amazing. That's why Ron's a Trekkie. Oh, damn it, no! <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that link in the description below. Hey, guys, do you remember when we took a picture of a black hole? In April, NASA took a picture of a black hole for the first time ever. It was something that people thought never to be done, and it was our yearly reminder that space is cool for a week, and then we forgot about it for the rest of the year. Um, I actually I love that. That was pretty that amazing. Was... Yeah. What? Well, no. My point was, this is our yearly reminder that we remember that space is awesome, and then for the rest of the year, we totally forget that space exists. Yeah. And then Christ! before that, black hole was the picture of the Cupier Belt object. Yeah. From New Horizons. It was pretty fucking cool. Space hey doesn't get enough love. Agreed. Hey, guys. Yeah, Matt? Do you remember when we kicked bottle caps? Oh. <laughs> In the latest social media phenomenon, people videotaped themselves trying to roundhouse kick a bottle cap off a water bottle. 
Why? For the cloud, of course. What cloud? Clout. Clout. Oh, clout. Not cloud. I thought, like, if you do it in a certain way, the gas bursts up and you get a poof of, like, a fog. No, that would have actually been cool. Did you guys ever do that thing in middle school and high school where you took an empty water bottle and then you, like, twisted it really tight and then you, like, had the bottle cap and then you shot at each other? No, I can never do it. Oh, well, I accidentally shot my friend in the eye with it one time, so that was fun. Wow, you're a shitty person. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Alright, last one. Hey, do you remember the Sonic the Hedgehog controversy? Oh my god, yeah! Yeah, they just fixed that. Yeah, Yeah, it actually looks pretty good now. (laughs) I guess I won't read my whole thing that I wrote. The Sonic movie was going to be the latest installment of a movie based off a video game that was surely going to bomb. After the release of the first trailer, the backlash made the studio executives redo a lot of the the design of the character and push the movie back to 2020. It was supposed to come out in November. Imagine if that came out in November. Fuck. Yeah. can I just can I just make a prediction? So you know how like honest trailers, like at the end of the video, they come up with like a fake name for the movie. I I am willing to put money down that the name of the fake trailer for Sonic, like after the movie comes out, they're gonna be like, oh, remember when Sonic was bad? And the fake name is gonna be Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the result, Sonic actually looks like himself. And has and has made myself excited for another mediocre video game movie. And then look at Detective Pikachu. Hey, Matt, hold on a second. If you just did the segment, hey, remember that, do you mind if I do the segment, hey, let's forget that? Yeah, sure, Rod. Take my whole segment that I, I busted my ass for for a week. Yeah, do it. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, guys, now that Matt just did a segment, hey, remember that, do you mind if I move on to a segment that's, hey, let's forget about that? Is that okay with you guys? Can we do it? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so first, here are some things that I wish that we could, could that we could forget, but I hope that we do. Such as, but not limited to, anti-vaxxers, the royal family, Area 51 raids, donations of money to Notre Dame, terrorist attacks, okay boomer, Roger Stone, trade wars, the bottle cap challenge, cosplay, Game of Thrones, recipe videos on social media, Nazis, ugly sweaters. I really want to go on a whole rant about how the word nerd is basically being taken over by cool people, and now the nerd thing isn't actually for nerds, but that's for another podcast. Influencers, the entire point of an influencer is to influence you to buy something, you idiot, and jerking off to manga. Nice. And you forgot Visco Girls. (laughs) Oh yeah, and Visco Girls, yeah. (laughs) I just learned what that was, too. Right before Old Town Road? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know what it was. People were, like, tisk-tisking me. I'm like, what's a tisk-tisk? <laughs> and they're like, yup, yup, and turtles. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you do? You walk? <laughs> but, I mean, I had to oh look up the God. video just to see what people were talking about. I couldn't even spell it. I feel... <laughs> I feel like that guy from Finnish the Menace. Mike, though. okay, right now, without looking, You're res- how do you spell Visco? I have it up right now, so I know how it's spelled. V-S-C-O. I, you know, though, if I was a betting person, which I'm not. I'm the betting person. Um, I would not no. have bet that. I would have lost. So there, there's that. But, yeah, Ron, let's forget about all those things because they're all pretty terrible, except OK Boomer was kind of funny. And Area 51 okay. Raids. I really think people should try that again. 
Not saying recommending it, but I kind of maybe don't somebody... put the invite on Facebook. <laughs> somebody would, and like a million people show up to storm the raids. I think they'll get past the landmines as well as the machine gun fire, and maybe somebody will get in and find the alien. No, 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 meat shield, meat shield, <laughs> meat shield. I mean, did you see the dude though, the who Naruto ran at? Like the news people were there, and yes. he was Naruto ran in the back. It's almost like I remembered that the fact that they're Naruto running. Hmm? It was great. <laughs> All right, as we wind down and just closing out the episode, this is probably our longest episode to date. All right. Any uh, expectations for 2020? Um, I think that the roar in 20s are going to come back. And when I say that, I mean that we're probably going to enter into another Great Depression because the housing and car and student loan bubbles are all going to burst this decade. So, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? We're going to have fucking awesome time, man. I hope 20s fashion comes back so we're all wearing like flapper dresses and bowler hats and we're all driving stupid cars and we're listening to trumpet music. (laughs) I can't come up with anything better than both of those. I think 2020 is going to be a cool year. You know what? Let's take kindness back in 2020. Let's make kindness cool again. Yeah, guys. Honestly, if we could really just, like, stop seeing all the hate in the world, I think that we just might have 2020 vision. I think every day in 2020, I'm going to hug a stranger. And I'm going to see... And I'm going to see how many times I get pepper sprayed. And at the end of the year, I'm going to report back. When we go to the gym... I want you to hug somebody. Okay. Every time. I'll do it. All right. Thank you for listening to our show and our, our recap of 2019. Some of the, some of, not everything though for pop culture. Um, check us out at Pop Culture Fed on Twitter. Uh, Instagram will probably be up by the time this episode That's airs. an expectation for 2020. Us using our social media platforms. A lot more. <laughs> um, and as Ron said before, please give us some money. Also coming in 2020, uh, a series from Pop Culture Federation called Panels to Frames. Mm. Uh, We've been working on that, and uh, I'm really excited. We got a few episodes in the can, and I I think it's going to be pretty good, pretty interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, we're hoping for some some more stuff coming out of the channel, some some additional shows. Maybe get on Twitch uh, and stream some games that Ron doesn't play. Uh, as well as catch us on YouTube, hopefully, maybe, possibly. We need money. Definitely. My bad, Molly's open. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, mom. <laughs>